it was something of a stunt to bring our brittle, increasingly surly new wave pop to a high school hop at the head of a bill that included the rock and roll of Nick Lowe and Dave Edmonds' rock pile and the cartoon junkie melodrama of Mink DeVille. We were forbidden to take alcohol onto the premises. So we sat outside in our continental silver eagle tour bus, getting refreshed ahead of the show. <laughs> there was a sudden knock on the door, and we hid all the contraband. Slipping the lock, a halo of sunset frame, a man wearing a baseball cap with the legend Archangel. It was Neil Diamond. He threw his arms out wide as if he might be about to go into dry your eyes, which we used to catcall when watching our VHS bootleg copy of The Last Waltz because we thought he was a square next to the lakes of Dr. John and Muddy Waters. Actually, he wrote Red Red Wine. A girl, you'll be a woman soon. <laughs> and about 25 million beloved bestsellers. So that's how much we knew. Years later, I encountered Neil at the BBC Television Center. He was playing... I'm a believer in a minor key. I was playing a slow drive with Josephine, and Paul McCartney was on the show seeing Band on the Run. Time has a way of playing with all these pictures. I shook Neil's hand and said, pleased to meet you. He said, we've met before and name the time and place. I'm glad he didn't remember the scene any clearer, as he had greeted me more expansively than my demeanor deserved. That night in Hollywood, at the door of our bus, he had begun with a fanfare. Welcome to my country, he said dramatically. Our resident hitman, Bruce Thomas Deadpan, I didn't know we were in Hungary. As if it were a missing line from a hard day's night. And there was very awkward beat. Then somebody called out, Showtime, you horrible lot! And we were pushed into the spotlight. Suddenly, there's just a piano playing and girls calling out my name like they didn't mean it. 